I don't think I've shared much of the backstory, but when I got the idea to do the sales series and air actual recordings from my sessions with Lacey, I pretty much sprang it on her during a session one day. Sure, those are yours. You can do whatever you want with them, she graciously responded. And quite honestly, I was blown away by how easily those words flowed. The truth is, it takes a certain amount of bravery from both client and coach to let the world in on something you never thought would be public at all, let alone on a podcast. So today, I have the absolute pleasure of having my business mentor and success coach, Lacey Seitz, on the show to talk about the mindset that's made it possible for her to show up more transparently in her business, serve her community on a deeper level, and see more results because of it. If you're someone who struggles with perfectionism or feeling like you have to have it all together in order to be successful, this episode is going to help you shift that mindset in a big way. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Lacey Seitz. Lacey is a business mentor and success coach for high-performing women entrepreneurs. She has her MS in mental health counseling and her MBA. She's worked as a therapist and the director of a large nonprofit. She's also the proud owner of two successful online businesses and the co-host of the Happy Thoughts Show. Having grown her own business to the multi-six-figure mark in less than 16 months, Lacey has made it her mission to help other women build and grow their own service-based business that truly lights them up and gives them the personal and financial freedom, as well as the impact they've always desired. Lacey, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm so happy to be here. I am so happy to have you. So the people have already heard you coach me through the sales series, so they already love you as much as I do. But why don't you tell them in your own words what it is that you do and why you do it? So I am a a business mentor and coach. And basically, I coach around a framework of mindset strategy and execution. Um, I really believe that you know, that is kind of the framework for getting everything you want in life. And what I really love is kind of being able to help people not only see that they can get the impact and the income in business, but also to just see how that impacts the rest of their life too, and how uh, deep that transformation can go when we really like focus on ourselves and focus on growing ourselves and getting what we want. And I think that's what hopefully people saw through the sales series is that you know, your confidence is building, you're growing yourself, and that's translating to the growth you're making in business, which I love. Totally. I am so excited for this conversation because I just think that you think about things in an entirely different way than most people. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have a lot of courage in putting your coaching out there for, you know, everyone's ears to 
to hear, really, mm-hmm. not see. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll get there. laughs> and I just think that I'm just so fascinated by that. So can mm. you give us a little bit of the kind of thought process behind that? I know that this is something that you do on your podcast, literally. Yeah. I know it's something that I sprang on you for the sales series. <laughs> and I'm just so curious to hear what made that possible for you. Yeah. So I guess maybe I can share them separately in a sense, because I think they're mm. a little bit different. But um, you also asked me, like, did I want to review any of them beforehand? And like, would I be okay with that? And did I want to listen in advance? And um, I said no. And the reason I said no, but was able to say yes to you <laughs> putting them out there <laughs> is because I really believe that like, I don't, I don't want to base my own personal like value or how I feel about things around like how I said a certain thing or whatever. Like the, the, the thing that I know to be true is that you are a very happy client. You are a client who continues to grow your client that continues to evolve your client that continues to get success. So I could obsess over, well, how did I say that? And what did I say? And you know, what were the specifics? But what I find to be true is the more we obsess over the specifics in business, the more we lose sight of what's most important. And what's most important to me is that we're sharing the real shit that actually happens, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're like, I'm, I just, that is like my biggest goal in life, basically, right? <laughs> it's like, I just hate all this stuff online where it's like, we're pretending that like everything's perfect for for everyone and like nobody ever struggles and nobody says the wrong thing sometimes or whatever. So to this moment, I still haven't listened to all of those. Like I have no idea if I said crazy shit or not, (laughs) but it it doesn't matter because it's like, that's kind of part of the point is I probably did. Like I probably said something that if I listened to it now, two years later, I would have been like, I can't believe I used that example. That was so stupid but it's not really the point. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I think I had that same kind of gut reaction when I was listening to it Hmm. because I think you just forget, like that was years ago, like two years ago. So Mm -hmm. it's crazy to me to, not crazy, but it's like very, a very different perspective that I approach it with now than I had at that time. But I remember how that felt in that moment. And Mm -hmm. I remember being so confused and so unsure and so like caught up and probably a lot of things that just didn't matter Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like weren't really the the biggest things that were like holding me back. Right. I think we all create those like little stories that stand in our way. And I know that was definitely the case for me. But I think that that is just such a gift almost to be able to go back to that and listen to that and really understand like, wow, I grew so much from that point Mm -hmm. to where I am now and that it's it's almost okay that I had to go through that. And I think that that was one of the the main things I wanted people to get out of the series is that Mm -hmm. it's okay to be where you're at now and we don't have to make that wrong, but it doesn't mean that you can't still get the same result that you want down the line. Exactly. Um, totally. And that's like, that's what I wanted to come out of it. But I I mean, you know, I think you're an amazing coach. So I, I'm like, no, you were perfect. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like, that's what matters is you're like, no, you were great. It was amazing. I'm sure if I listened to it, I would have a lot of critiques of myself, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the shit we all do, right? Exactly. And honestly, like one of my hacks is just just don't put yourself in that position sometimes. 
times, right? Like I really, um, I don't listen to my podcast, my own, ever. <laughs> ever. Like I, I don't know if they clip in the right, I have no idea if they even clip in the right sections. Like I don't, I mean, I, I just assume they do a really good job. Um, because I know I could pick that apart and I know that could make me second guess my own coaching. I know that it could make me, um, not be super present on the recordings, all of that. And so I kind of just like remove the obstacle. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So how do you make peace with that? How do I make peace with that? Um, I think the way I think about it is like, what, what would I go, like, what, what would I do differently? Like what I say, like, oh dang, I hated how I say that, said that, like, let's not air that recording. No. Right. Would I, totally. like, would I ask the, the person I'm coaching to like redo the whole thing? No. <laughs> would I clip out a big chunk of it so that it didn't make sense? No. So like my piece is in like, the outcome would be the same. I just can get upset about it or I can release it. Oh, but like that's I'm airing so that either way. So I can be upset the whole week it airs because I don't like how I said something or I can just fucking let it go, right? Totally. And I think that that stuff is the stuff that tends to grow, right? It tends to snowball. So it could be like oh, yeah. one <laughs> tiny thing that you didn't like how you said, right? But all of a sudden it becomes this like massive thing where you're like, I just can't say like, or, you know, on podcasts anymore, right? Like, I know that that is one of my things where I'm just like, oh, I just say that so many times, but like, I almost have to release that. Otherwise I'm, yep. I'd never be able to do a podcast recording. I would never be able to talk like a normal human being. I would sound like a robot, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I say the word like all the time, all the time. And pretty much like everyone close to me that's ever listened to anything is like, Hey, you do a really good job. But if you said like less, I'm like, shut the fuck up. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to think about it. Like, And it's not because I don't want to improve. It's just because you're so right that those little things will stick you so freaking much. You know what I mean? Like, I don't Mm -hmm. want to be sitting in a, in a coaching call that's getting recorded going, okay, try to remember not to say like, and also don't say that stupid thing. Like you said it last time and really make sure that you articulate a little bit more because last time you were kind of stumbling all over your words and like, I, I, I will not coach well if I'm in that place. Like I just know that for sure. But that's so freaking applicable to business too, because when you start obsessing about those little tiny things, those are the same things that make it so much harder to show up. Mm -hmm. And that was something that we saw in the sales series with me too, was just that like, when I started obsessing, like, oh my gosh, what, like, what do I say to this person? Should I pitch them? Like, (laughs) are they going to think I'm weird? Like, whatever. I'm grossly paraphrasing. People go listen to the episodes. But (laughs) I think that like, those are the things that like felt so big and heavy at the time, even though they were such minor things, because they totally stack up the amount of mental energy that actually goes on for all of those little things is immense compared to, okay, I just say like, like a lot, right. Or, okay. Mm -hmm. I just, Mm -hmm. you know, get on sales calls and maybe I didn't say the perfect thing, but you know, they became a client anyway. So maybe it was the perfect thing. Right. I also try to remember very much like what someone is buying from me. And so what you're buying from me is, is coaching and support and whatever. If you are trying to buy someone that doesn't say like, and that speaks really perfectly, like you're going to be like grossly disappointed with our coaching. (laughs) (laughs) I'm showing up in one way, you know, outwardly. And then behind the scenes, I say like, and stumble all over myself. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
the I find that the more I can just show that, mm-hmm. the better I feel when a client hires me because I feel like, well, you get it. Like, you know, I'm probably going to say like 32 times and then I'm going to drop the F-bomb a bunch. So like, we're cool. You know what I mean? Versus like, if I was trying to position the podcast in a certain way or my coaching in a certain way and then behaving differently behind the scenes, I think I would just have anxiety all the time. (laughs) Totally. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember on our discovery call, there was one moment where, I don't know, I was hemming and hawing and as you do on discovery calls. And you, you had said something to basically like alluding to the fact that like I could manifest what I wanted and like almost Mm -hmm. like asking for a sign or just like looking for some sort of like, you know, outward, I'm like trying to remember and describe this at the same time. But basically, I think you had given me the example of flamingos or something. And you were like, Oh, I'll just like play with, it's amazing that I remember this. I'll just like play with the idea of, you know, I just want to like see a flamingo today. Right. And then I'll see like, you know, flamingos everywhere and something Mm -hmm. like that. And I just remember Mm -hmm. thinking later on that that was like the most brilliant thing you could have done on a discovery call. Because if I had been like, this lady is freaking crazy. She's asking me to like look for signs from the universe. And like clearly this is like not the right fit. Like that could have been such a no for me. But instead I was like, oh my gosh, this woman knows something that like I just don't know yet. And like I want to be bought in on that. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so true though. Yeah. It's like a right. Mm. Totally. And I I think this like a little bit of a side tangent there, but I think it really does go back to that idea of like showing, like fully trusting yourself to show up in the way that you're meant to in a certain respect. And I think that that always attracts more of the right people, especially when it comes to sales. I have found the longer that I do this, like the more I can just trust myself in that moment, the more things work out. And it doesn't mean that looking back, I always am like, oh yeah, that was the perfect thing to say. Like, it's not like I talk about flamingos on discovery calls regularly. (laughs) That's not like my go-to line or something like that. But like, it just, I trusted myself enough to say it. And for whatever reason, like that was the right thing, right time. And it flowed for you. And that's pretty much why I put my coaching out there and don't re-listen to it or second guess it because I've really built that thought and that trust that like, well, whatever I said at the time was the right thing at the time. Listening to it two years, two months, two weeks later, I might not feel the same, but I trust what was happening in that moment. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. And I think that that is just like such an incredible shift that you've also brought to literally. So can you talk to me a little bit about like what spun the idea for Mm -hmm. that and how that kind of came to be? Yeah, totally. Um, so I do this process like once a year about in my business where I feel like, okay, I feel like something else is coming and I'm like waiting for a download. And it's like kind of a joke now with my team. They'll be like, oh, Lisa's like waiting (laughs) for a download. Like, here we go. And sometimes they come fast and sometimes they come slow. But like my, my best ideas have always come from being in that energy of like, I feel like something's coming and I'm waiting for that to like fully flush itself out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so basically I also tell my team that I'm like, maybe you'll get one for me. Like I'm just calling it in. However it comes, like you guys tell me if you have any ideas, like whatever. And our graphic designer talked to my COO and was like, Hey, this is super random, but like, I've been thinking it would be so cool to like hear, you know, a podcast where someone's like coaching more. 
Um, and I know like Lacey's thinking about what's next. So, like maybe just share that with her. Mm-hmm. And it was like kind of vague. It wasn't like super, super specific, but it definitely was like, hey, I'm feeling this, like pass it along. And so Megan and I were on a call and Megan's like, oh, hey, like just sharing this idea with you. And the second I heard it, I was like, yes, that. Like my whole body was like, yep, that's what I've been waiting for. Um, I love but that. But here's the thing. Like, it's super freaky. Like, it's, <laughs> like it, as much as I was like, yes, that's what I've been waiting for, I was also like, wait, this is very scary. And so what I always do is take really fast action. So I believe we had that call on a Tuesday. And by that Saturday, I already had the person and the time set up to start recording. That's incredible. Because if I didn't act that fast, I would have talked myself out of it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I totally believe that is true, especially like most ideas. I think that like when you're a yes to them, it's almost like you ha- you almost have to become unavailable for all of the other reasons they could be a terrible idea. <laughs> because I, I totally think that like all of that can creep in if you let it. So I just love how quickly you ran with that. So catch the people up because I know you really well, but tell them about literally and what it is. Yeah, totally. So basically I have a podcast where we record six months of my coaching with a client. So um, that's how my program works. I do six months at a time of deep dive coaching. And so I have someone on, we just basically record every single coaching session and then we air them. Um, I do little clip-ins in between to kind of like give context around like, here's why I'm asking that, or here's why I'm telling to do them to do that, or here's how you can apply that. But basically the majority of the podcast is you getting to listen to coaching sessions. And the reason I did that and believe in that so much is one, because it's just so in alignment with me, like my whole business is based on -on one-on-one coaching. And so that felt like an obvious extension, but also because I just believe that there is so much marketing where it's like, you know, whatever I made, like my, the last guest on my podcast, I mean, she, I think she added multi six figures to her bottom line in our time together. Mm. Right. But like, if you listened to that, there were some major challenges she went through and scaling that quickly was hard as fuck for her in a lot of ways. And she had some major stress points, um, even got like a little bit of like, maybe some like mild depression there for a little bit, all this stuff happened. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's why I'm so passionate about it because it's like, yeah, you can make a lot of money. You can do awesome things, but like Let's talk about the fact that like nobody is sailing through that without feelings or emotions or challenges or whatever. You know what I mean? Totally. And I think that that is something that you do really well is understanding that there is like all of this other stuff behind that result, right? Because I think it would be so easy to just like skim on the surface of that and be like, yeah, like all of these clients are getting amazing results and like, you know, they just never have a struggle. And that's like not you at all, which I think is amazing. But like, I think that that is the story that so many of us have like bought into previously, right? Because they're making X amount of money. That means that they don't struggle anymore, that they, you know, never have a bad day that they, you know, we've all had some version of that story. And I think that the amazing thing about literally is you can see the big results, but you can also see all of the, all of the work that went into that, like the mindset work, the actual strategy behind it, what the calls are like, and what amazes me most about that is you can see very different perspectives and very different businesses, but more or less, 
you hit on a lot of very similar points, which I think Mm -hmm. is fascinating. Yep. It's like, we think it's all so deeply personal and it is, but it's also like very much like a, a broad scale, you know, like universally applicable thing. Totally. Honestly, sales calls got so much easier when I stopped holding myself back and started saying the thing I wanted to say. Because while I'm really good at spotting where your mindset is holding you back in your business from seeing more results, I wasn't always good at trusting myself to say it. Maybe you're there now, unsure of how to actually have a sales call, afraid you'll say the wrong thing, or wondering why they feel so damn hard. The good news is that is totally a mindset thing I've worked through, and you can too. If you're ready to start selling in a way that feels good and convert with more ease, then I'd love for you to join me for my free 30-minute sincere sales coaching call. Together, we'll uncover your biggest mindset challenge when it comes to selling and one simple action you can take to shift it ASAP. Spots are limited, so be sure to grab yours at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales today. So I am so curious, when you were putting out the podcast, were you like terrified that you were going to get like terrible reviews on it and people would be like, I'm just like, I'm totally bringing my own projections to this, but like being like, like, she's a terrible coach or she doesn't know how to coach or like, what is she Mm -hmm. thinking doing X, Y, Z? I like, that would be my biggest fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Totally. That was definitely part of it. I was also like, so we air about starting about a month and a half to two months in. So I never, I also never know the outcome. Mm. So I think that's what fucked with me the most initially. I remember there was like a week long period of the, the first time literally was airing where I almost like, I just wanted to like the, our first season guest was named Monica. I just like almost wanted to like go into Monica's business and just like do everything. Like it was like, I basically had to sit on my hands not to just be like, I'm going to write your content for you this week. And I'm going to like do all this stuff. Like, do you know? Cause I really mm-hmm. felt that pressure of like, how will this end up? Um, so that was a big fear of mine. And then in terms of like people saying stuff about the coaching, yeah, that was definitely, definitely something I thought about. I think that, um, the thing that helped me let go of that a little bit is because it's it sounds so cheesy, but it's true. It just like makes me think of, um, you know, Brene Brown and how she always shares um, the quote about being in the arena, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that 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 quote by Theodore Roosevelt that she always shares is kind of about like, I only am interested in listening to people that are also like in the arena. And what was true for me at the time and, and still is to this up to this point is like, I don't see anybody else in that fucking arena. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> yes. else is airing six months of coaching. And so that was sort of what served me through that is like, I figured like worst case scenario, someone says some shit. And my question back to them would be like, cool, when's your podcast coming out where you coach someone for six months? Totally. Doesn't mean it would be easy, but that was kind of like the answer in my head. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I think that makes like so much sense because there's like a quote out there that's um, something to the effect of like to get 
results not everyone gets. You have to do things not everyone does, or I probably yeah. butchered that. But, no, that's totally it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's kind of what it reminds me of because the incredible results are not only the person that you're coaching, which I mean, I think pretty much everyone has seen incredible results that has been on your podcast. But yeah. I think that there are also like um, incredible testimonials from people who have listened to the podcast and gotten mm-hmm. incredible results. So what's incredible to me is like, By you putting yourself out there in that way, by putting that coaching out there in that way, you're not just helping that one person, you're helping all of the people who actually tune in as well. And quite frankly, that's both from the perspective of a coach and the person being coached, because I like, I find both sides of the coin fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll listen in like as the person being coached. So like, so to speak. And then Mm -hmm. other times I'll listen in like as the coach and I'm like, oh, that's like such an amazing point. Or like, I love the way that she asked that question. So I think that there is just so many levels of value to be gleaned from that. But like that Mm -hmm. never would have happened if you couldn't do the mindset work and like actually put it out there. So I think that that's like what is so incredible about that is like it didn't, it wasn't just like your work. It was your work so that you could really put it out there and affect all of these other people's lives and businesses. For sure. And I think it's also really permission giving, you know, and that's really important to me too, where it's like, I want you to see that like I say dumb stuff sometimes or I do imperfect things too, or, um, you know, like I, I think that, you know, there's always this almost like um, facade sort of of like, you know, everyone's perfect. That's like making a lot of money or whatever. And like, I remember like um, on one of our episodes with Sam, like I just totally missed our coaching appointment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, I, I remember you saying like, that. I just yep. totally didn't show the fuck up. Like I got, got it wrong on my calendar. And so like showing that side too has been really important to me because I just feel like I I just think that this space is so flooded with this idea of like, if you want to make money, do everything right and be perfect. And so I think in some ways, that's what helped me get over it is my goal was almost to show you how I am not perfect. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, And so that was kind of freeing in a sense, I feel where I was almost like, well, the goal is definitely not to seem like perfect. So I guess that's cool. Like, I guess that frees me a little bit here. Right. And that would have been such a moving target, right? Like what would that even look like? And like that would have had you like, quite frankly, I think that's part of your magic, right? Is like showing up imperfectly, showing people that they can do, make a lot of money doing what they love, like that they can have the life in the business. Like all of that is what (laughs) makes it work, right? So if you if you were all of a sudden like, okay, I'm going to show up as perfect Lacey and none of that stuff that yeah. makes it like that is permission giving to my clients is going to show up in the this podcast. Quite honestly, they may not have gotten the results that they got, right? Because they would have been like, For who sure. is this lady? <laughs> and and it, I would have felt so uncomfortable in that. Like I for some reason this memory is coming up for me, so I'll just share it, but I remember being on a call with you and being like, "Listen, <laughs> I'm feeling really distracted by my hair right now and I'm not like being present (laughs) enough. I'm brushing my hair really fast and then we're going to continue along, right? Like, you know, I feel like it, like I love that like I'm real enough that like that wasn't even unexpected. You were like, yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) But it's so, I think we miss how freeing that is. Like 
if you have clients that you can literally be like, hi, I'm like distracted on video with my hair. I need to brush my hair. Um, and like you have that level of like relationship with them and that understanding with them. Like, I feel like there is nothing better than that. And so for me, it's almost a little bit selfish in the sense that I feel like putting it out there really makes it so that if someone wants someone perfect, they're just never going to hire me quite honestly. (laughs) And if they don't, they're going to be really attracted to that. So in a sense, like, yes, it's serving other people. And I love that, but it's also kind of selfish in the sense that like, I don't want to be worried about that shit. Like I want clients that I can do that with, you know? Totally. And I think that's the ultimate goal for for like anyone in business, right? Like we want clients that we have that like trust established with, right? Or that we have that level of, um, like I didn't, you're, you're right. I literally did not think twice when you were like, I'm going to brush my hair. I was like, okay, cool. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny that you remember that, but it's just like, it's so true. Like that, those little moments are like part of what makes us human. Right. And it's part of what people relate to. I think that was another thing that came up for me in the sales series was just that, Like, I remember telling you, I was like, I had this one night where I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, what did I do? No one is going to hire me after this. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like a moment where I had to like really talk myself down and be like, no, like this wasn't a 3 a.m. in the middle of the night decision. I made this from like a very grounded place. And like, Mm -hmm. I really do think it's important for people to know like what goes into building a business and that you can work through all of these mindset challenges. And it was really really a moment for me where I was like, no, it's in the imperfection that people are going to be able to relate to this. Mm-hmm. And that was just so important to me because if I just continued on being like, yeah, like I never had a challenge in the world, not saying that I do that, but like, I think that there's this way in which we can talk about our challenges and we're like, people are like, oh yeah, that's cool. But like, you didn't really struggle as much as I'm struggling right now. Right. And I think there's something about hearing those actual recordings where I'm like, no guys, listen in. I really like, I am, or I was where you are now and I get it and you can move past it. That is just like, it's permission giving, but also Mm -hmm. like totally relatable, which I really enjoy too. So I can't remember where I was going with that. Yeah. Well, listen, I think that um, what I have found to be true over time, and maybe this is the ultimate shift around all of this, right, is that the more you just put out there what's true for you, the more you free yourself. So like, I feel like almost everything that has happened to me, I've tried to find a way to just share it or everything that I'm like worried that someone will find out or everything that I like, I'm like, oh, am I coaching good enough? Well, fuck it. Like, let me just put it out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more I do that, the more ease I find in showing up in my business. And it doesn't mean it's not hard in that moment or that I don't have fears or whatever, but it's just so freeing. Um, yeah. Like I, I don't, I mean, even this is just an example that's coming up for me, but like I um, recently did a lot of relationship coaching and I just tried to be so vocal about that and share that everywhere so that I was never like, oh, I don't want people to like know that I'm like having an issue with that or that I need support around that or I don't want to seem like I don't have my shit together or whatever. I'm like, who wants to talk mm. about relationship coaching? I'll tell everyone. <laughs> um, and so I never sit with that. I never worry about that. I never think like, gosh, you know, I hope someone doesn't find that out or even like political 
views or beliefs or whatever, I try to like share that because I'm like, take it or leave it. Like, hopefully you like it. And I never have to be like, gosh, I hope my clients don't find out that, you know, I hate Trump or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think that that has been something that, I mean, I know you've pushed me to do. It's <laughs> just like, as soon as things start to feel like, oh my gosh, I can't, like no one can know this. That's when you know mm-hmm. that you need to share it. Right. And it's Definitely. like, it applies to business too, where it's almost like, as soon as that thing really scares you, that's how you know it's the thing. Right. Yep. And that has just been such a valuable mindset shift to me because I think that there was a time when being that afraid of whatever that next step was, heck, it was like probably hopping on a sales call, right? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) when that just felt like the scariest thing ever was when I knew that that was what I needed to do, right? And I remember, um, same thing with podcast guests, right? I was like, well, I'm just so afraid people are going to say no. And you were like, great, you're going to make it your goal to get five no's because that means that you're sending them to the right people that are going to really spread your reach and it's going to ultimately like be a good thing for you. And that is just like such a lesson Mm -hmm. that I have taken. And like, just like knowing that that, fear can still come up, but that's actually meaning that I am headed in the right direction instead of it being this thing that I'm like so afraid of. And that like holds me back has been such a game changer. So I think that's really valuable for um, listeners to really like take and apply to their business too, because that has just been like such a shift for me Mm -hmm. as well. It also reminds you how not a big deal it is. Like it, like I was like, oh my God, what if someone doesn't get results? What if people judge my coaching? What if all this stuff? And like the worst review I got is someone found my voice to be annoying. Like it was fine. So it was like nice to just put it out there and realize it like wasn't nearly as scary as I thought it would be, which is consistently and always been the thing for me when I've said or done the thing I was scared to do. It was like never ever as big as I was building it up to be. So can we take a moment and talk about the voice thing? Because I think that this is just so amazing. So I remember reading your Facebook post. I think it like happened and then you posted about it immediately, which one, super impressed by that. But also your the way you thought about this was just incredible. So mm-hmm. tell the people what happened and then we can kind of talk about um, your like thought process and approach to that afterwards because I just remember being like, that is such an empowering way to think about that. <laughs> yeah, so above like, will people judge my coaching and like, will the client get a result? I really was worried about my voice for podcasting. Um, I do this like weird thing where I like, like inhale air after I stop talking. I'm sure you guys will be able to hear it on here. And I'm like, mm, mm. I like make this weird <laughs> noise. Um, and um, I do struggle with my like vocal cords and stuff. They get like really tired easily. Anyway, so it's like this whole thought process. And I was like, fuck it. It's fine. Like if you don't like my voice, don't listen, whatever. I like talked myself out of it. But that was almost like which is silly, but it just shows you that like your fears are never rational. That was almost my biggest fear with podcasting, which is hysterical. Like I'm putting my whole coaching out there. I'm recording (laughs) all of this, but I'm like, oh my God, my voice. But anyway, just shows how irrational us little humans can be. So biggest fear, I open iTunes one day and I have like this, I don't know what it was, like three-star review, one-star review. I can't even remember at this point, but she just trashed my voice. And basically said it was so annoying she couldn't listen and like gave me a recommendation for someone I should hire to fix it (laughs) in this review. And I sat there for a minute and I was like, 
oh my God, thank God I just got this review. Thank God this just happened because my biggest fear just came true and I'm totally fucking fine. And it was like such a gift that she gave me because it was like the thing that I was most afraid someone would say she said to me. And I I also took full ownership. I'm like, I've totally manifested this too because I've been throwing that around over and over in my head. And so here it is staring me in the face, but it was like so great to, to take the ownership of like, first of all, I manifested this because I've been thinking about it all the time. Second of all, I'm still cool. Like it's still fine. It didn't even make me cry. Like, you know what I mean? Like it stung a little, but mostly I just felt like she was a bitch, you know? Totally. And I think that that was the part that really struck me about it was you were like, I totally manifested this. Like, this is totally a thing that I was like spending so much energy just being like, well, I hope they don't say anything about my voice. I hope this doesn't happen. And like, I mean, I've totally had things like that too, where it's almost like you, you think about it so constantly that it just shows up and you're like, oh, that's funny. I actually think I caused that to show up for me. Like, of course Mm -hmm. it showed up like that. Mm -hmm. And then you, it's almost like you can move on you're just like, okay, well, that wasn't a big deal now. Moving on. (laughs) For sure. It's almost like the worst has happened. Like my biggest fear in all of this was that someone would have some shit to say about my voice. Someone definitely had some shit to say about my voice so much so that it's like a permanent review. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, That's not going anywhere. And like, can I just be okay with that? And like, I think there's so many things like that in business. Like, I mean, this is like a little sick but hear me out. But like sometimes when a client has like a shitty launch or something happens or they think they were going to get a yes and they get a no, like the coach in me just delights in that because I'm like, great. So we don't have to be scared of this anymore, right? Like we're good. We can move on, you know? And it sucks when you're in the moment, but sometimes when those things you're really fearful of come true, it just frees you. That's so true. I'm like, I'm like thinking of so many instances where like (laughs) the thing happened and like that was the most freeing thing where it's like, I really didn't want to talk to whoever on a sales call. Right. And then they end up canceling guys. I've shifted this. Don't worry. But I'm (laughs) like, and that's just like such a freeing thing because it's like, oh, well, like I was, I like definitely created that. Like all of my thoughts and energy were around how I was like such a no to that. And when you can almost like claim that energy that you're bringing to the table, Mm -hmm. it becomes so much easier to understand how like your energy really does matter in those situations. And you don't, I like, it almost shifts you out of victim mode too, because I think that like, especially in the beginning, you're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't really want the sales call and then they canceled and why did they cancel? Right. <laughs> and when you can just claim that and be like, yeah, they canceled because I didn't want the freaking call. Because I was <laughs> like, like of course they did. How much I don't want the call. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just like, if it, it claims so much more of that as your own and just feels like so much more empowering. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just loved your response to um, that whole situation with the voice thing. Honestly, like, the reviews on literally are astounding, right? It's it's like that one woman (laughs) and everyone else is like freaking obsessed. So we can live with the one woman. Totally. And that's like what was so beautiful when it happened, right? Like I was like, oh my gosh, I've been acting like this would be like the worst thing if someone was like, your voice sucks. And it's like, okay, but you know, however many other people think this is the bomb.com. So like, does this even matter? Like it was just so, um, it really put things in perspective for me so much, which was awesome. 
Oh, I love that so much. So really quickly before we go, I would love for you to tell the people, like, what does the mindset work actually look like for you? Well, I think um, two things I would say here. One is that I think part of it is about being committed to the greater goal. And so for me, like sharing behind the scenes is so important to me. I, I try to do it in everything I do in my business. And so, um, it's sort of like you were saying earlier where it's like, you know, it's helped so many people in so many different ways. And I really believe that like showing the behind the scenes does that. And so in terms of mindset work, where I really try to put my focus on is that bigger goal, that bigger vision. And I try not to get so caught up in the details. Um, so I really try to stay locked in on that idea of not like how many views do we get? I have no idea how many downloads we have on our podcast. Like literally <laughs> could not tell you. I have absolutely no idea. Um, I try not to even look at reviews more than once a month when I pick winners. Like I really try to stay out of all of the minutia and stay really focused on like, did someone tell me this month that this changed the game for them? Did someone reach out to me and say that this made their day better? Did someone tell me that they're doing something different in their business because of this? Like that's the type of stuff I try to focus like my brain on and my mindset work on because you can get so caught up in the details. So I really like when I'm like writing future gratitude or if I'm like writing, you know, about the podcast or about literally, I'm always writing to the idea of like, this changed the game for someone this month. Someone got so much out of this. Someone got, you know, a result from this podcast without ever having to pay me, things like that. Um, and then the second piece is, is definitely mindset, but is also practical. And I said this earlier, which is like, if I think I'm going to obsess about it, I won't listen. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when you asked me about the sales series, I knew that if I went and listened to all of those things I said two years ago, I would have wanted to cut shit. <laughs> and so I just yeah. didn't listen. And it sounds so silly, but it's like, that is such a mindset hack. You guys, like sometimes it's like, we think that, you know, we have to put ourselves in these awful, uncomfortable, upsetting positions and then like sit in them. And it's like, there are so many things that you just don't have to do to yourself. Like I don't have to look at um, the number of listeners on the podcast every week. It's just like not relevant. I don't have to re-listen and obsess about if I said like 52 times, I don't have to listen and obsess about that weird inhale of breath I do after it. Like, do you know what I mean? So um, that's just been a huge hack for me is like just putting it out there and not putting myself in an upsetting position after, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, it's probably saving you a lot of time too, right? I think we're talking about this from a mindset perspective, but also you're not spending the time listening to what well, it was five episodes, right? So we just saved five hours, right? Not yeah. to mention yeah. all of the time that you would spend obsessing about whatever the thing would be, mm -hmm. right? So okay. I think that that's just so helpful for people to acknowledge too, that like, we're, we're not just talking about mindset. We're like, talking literal saving hours in your business by trusting that what was meant to go out there actually ended up out there. I want to say one thing about that because I think you're so right, but I think that what people will say and what my brain will kick up for me sometimes is like, but don't you want to get better? Don't you want to improve? Mm -hmm. Don't mm -hmm. you want to like learn from that? And my take on that is always like, my learning comes from being in the moment. My learning comes from what's happening with the client. My learning comes from if, you know, their journey is improving, things like that. 
when I'm listening to that, I'm so rarely like, Ooh, what can I improve upon as a coach? And I'm so like, why did I say that one stupid thing? And why did I, Mm. you know, breathe like that? And what, like, I'm not, most of us are not being really neutral observers of our stuff. Totally. Right. So I think that's just important is like, there are plenty of ways to grow and evolve. And I think I do that by being in coaching and watching my client's journey and all of that. But when you look back on stuff like that, you're usually picking at the things that just don't fucking matter. That's so true. And the other thing that I would say to that is you get to decide the container and I would almost decide it in advance (laughs) because I think that that's kind of what comes up for me is like, yeah, you can learn and you can grow and you can get better, but like decide that ahead of time, decide that you're going to record a sales call and listen to it or decide you're going to record a coaching call and then listen to it. Don't, don't become the person that has to listen to them like compulsively because you think it's making you better. Cause that's, I mean, personally, that's when I start picking shit apart. No, that's totally it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would say that like, if, if that's what's coming up for you, just like decide ahead of time that you're going to listen, you're going to become better. But yeah, also what you said about just, you know, trusting it and letting it go. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Totally. I completely agree with that. So good. Okay. So if the people loved what they heard in the sales series and love what they heard from you today, where can they find you, Lacey? Um, so the best place is to listen to literally. So, um, it's literally on iTunes and, you know, podcasts everywhere. And then my, um, my website is a Beautiful. Thank you again for joining me. Thank you again for being so open to putting the sales series out there and thank you for everything that you continue to do. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. Thank you for being here or for having me here rather and for airing those. I mean, I think that like, you know, it's it's much more of a challenge in many ways being on the client side airing it. So huge kudos to you for being willing to share that. Of course. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Fascinating. Yep. So can you talk to me? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, no, it's so true. It's like,